0: Like always, you can find me on twitch.tv slash DavidMain8. My Instagram is DavidMain8 underscore twitch, and my YouTube is DavidMain. Enjoy the podcast. Check. Ah.
1: All
0: right, check. Patrick. What up? That was probably the best like music fade out I had. Oh, yo! I was like, before I hopped on here, everybody, I was so fucking amped. Just yeah, just amped. It's been a one hell of a day. Um. one hell of a day man and like I, I was asking patrick i was like is it is it that apparent like how like amped i am and he's like oh y- yeah <laughs> he was like i mean
2: i i i also know like you know more details about it
0: yeah i mean yeah we're not talking about it but just just yeah. know that yeah. i'm just i'm fully charged i'm recording this the night before <laughs> this podcast is coming out um my fucking camera keeps lagging on me I absolutely love it as long as the audio is fine consistent it's good
2: that's yeah. all it that
0: really matters yeah but um Patrick how are how you doing how do
2: I'm, you I'm, I'''m I'm chilling You're I don't chilling. know about you
0: it's been a wild day man so like how it started off was like so like maybe like this weekend last Sunday right uh where I live um sometimes I uh there there's a target right that's off a freeway um, but you can take this back canyon road to get there. And so oftentimes I'll, um, I'll take the freeway on, get off, take that to the target. And then I'll cut back to the back Canyon road and take that all the way back home. And so, but when I take the back Canyon way back home, there's not a lot of stop signs, not a lot of red lights. Um, there's not a lot of like cops back there. So like, it's kind of like, um, like free reign to kind of just drive. And, um, Mm -hmm. I want to say like, um, you know, I was going fast, 100%. You know, like I got the car or whatever. And I passed this, like, old electric blue Ford pickup, right? Fucking piece of shit car. Anyways, this dude got booty hurt that I passed him. And so he spent the rest of the fucking time home. I was driving home trying to pass me, right? And then we, and then there it narrows down from two lanes to one lane. And he completely runs a red light and then goes into the opposite lane and passes me. But because it is a canyon, there's so much dirt dust and debris on the ground that when he was speeding to completely go around me and made a hard cut, he launched a bunch of rocks at my car, right? And so I was like, this fucking asshole, right? And so like there was a part of me that wanted to catch up to him and, and, and be, a, be a dick, but... I ended up just letting, like, it go. It, yeah. I ended up letting it go because if anything, like I'm going to pull him out of his car and completely assault him and just, you know, in front of his wife. And I, d- I didn't want to do that. Um, I didn't want to make him look like a baby bitch boy. So I let it pass. Plus I just wanted to go home because it was SummerSlam on, on Sunday. And like, I just wanted to watch oh wrestling. I just wanted to watch wrestling in peace. Like it was <laughs> like, I had the house to myself. We just got the pool installed. You know, like I had this backyard myself. I want to just enjoy my time. So I let it go, whatever. Monday or Tuesday I noticed on the hood of my car I think a, I think a rock had chipped the paint on my hood very small and like not noticeable but you know chip of paint and so and I have the uh, and I got the touch up paint maybe like a weekend after I got my car so when I pulled up to work today I had about like 20 minutes to kill um so I I pulled out some masking tape and I like sectioned off the the chip and then I, you know, went to go, you know, open up the touch-up paint, but the touch-up paint exploded. Like, it just, the, the, it just, it bursted. It, like, got on my hand. Uh, it missed my clothing, which was perfect because, like, I was about to go to work. But when it exploded, it had dribbled onto my car. Like, and if you know anything about that car paint, it, it dries fast. So, and by the time I had noticed it got onto my car, I like already saw it kind of like hardening up. Fortunately, I had wax and detailer in my car because you know me, like I always keep, you know, not only just the tools, but I keep, you know, like, uh, like fully micro, equipped microfiber towels. I, I, so I had wax and detailer. So I was able to kind of like get the top layer of paint off, right? Mm-hmm. But then there was kind of this like gunk layer, that just left like a dribble mark, and I was scrubbing it with the rag. Everything I had detailer wax on, it, I was trying to get it off. I like didn't want to put like acetone or nail polish remover on it because I didn't know if that was gonna mess up my paint or not. And um, so I went into work like already kind of like, well, my car is already ruined, right? Like already ruined, just whatever. And. You know, I just got in the car maybe a couple months ago, so I was like, I I, I can't believe this. And then, um, mm-hmm. you know, and and then and then by the time I got I, I got off, I the I think what had happened was is like that layer that was on my car was still wet, and mm-hmm. so when it spent time while I was at work, it dried up and it and it you know you can't see it at all. I think it just ended up blending in with the paint that was already on the car.
2: Okay, that's good
0: so that was good that I already kind of started my day off funky, you know, and then obviously like when I'm sitting there at work and I'm doing whatever I got to do, like I'm like thinking about, I'm thinking about it the entire time. Um, this camera's starting to irritate me, man. (laughs) This camera is like literally starting to make me just go. just, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, I got, I'm just going to switch back over to the, Oh my god, guys! I just want to let you know, everything's not going right for me today. Oh my god, look how horrible that quality is. <sighs> Anyways, if it still lags, I'm I'm just gonna just.
2: Okay, know. it'll get better over time. You know, you're still starting out.
0: No, 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 no! It's gonna be good now. Okay. <laughs> There we go. It's centered. There's the light. Okay. There we go. Temporary fix. Whatever. I'd rather take I'd rather take this than lag, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um whatever. Uh and then just obviously like why I'm recording right now on a Wednesday night other reason. So uh That's my day, Patrick. That's why I,
2: Nice. So I'm a
0: little amped right now. Um, and then obviously the For th- fucking camera. Just want to just yeah
2: yeah
0: fucking see this phone. Just fucking boop. Just like that. Fuck piece of shit.
2: For those listeners out there, David just threw his phone over his shoulder.
0: My fucking <laughs> eight, the iPhone eight the iPhone eight that I used to fucking record my podcast. Yeah. Cause fucking cam links are price gouged right now cam links are price gouged right now a fucking a logitech webcam price gouged a fucking uh focus right price gouged basic camera lights that are fucking price gouged everything's price gouged right now and it's so like a lot of things literally every single piece of equipment you a microphone stand is price gouged right now everything is price gouged okay and if, and I want a cam link because I have a DSLR and it would look fantastic. But guess what? Price gouged. So
2: it's funny because like um I don't know if I sent it to you, but um Sony recently re- and we were also talking about like um cameras too, um you right. wanting to purchase a camera. Um Sony is actually thinking about I don't know if they are, or when it's gonna happen. Right. Maybe like the next couple months, but mm-hmm. they're gonna release software where you can use your uh, sony camera as like a as like a webcam
0: oh so just kind of just like a yeah you know, cam link basically. it's like it,
2: it's it's pretty much cam link and it's also free yeah um, which is good um like i'm sure there's like a lot of cameras out there for sale Yeah. um yeah if i find more details i'll definitely like send it to you but yeah I mean- i'm I'm, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to that
0: yeah. Obviously I like got a future point. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it. You know, like I, I think just right now, like Elgato and razor kind of just has like a handle on, on, um, you know, streaming equipment and stuff like that. And you know what? I'm fine with it because I like Elgato stuff and I like razor stuff. I'd like to be sponsored by razor. So please. Um, but you know, I'm not, I, I haven't earned it yet. I get it. But at the same time, like, yeah, I just, they both have really nice equipment. I think Elgato has kind of just like the stranglehold on streaming equipment specifically. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like I've seen people use like, you know, like the $15 cam links and stuff like that. And, uh, but the thing is like, those things are even price gouged now just to get, just to get something that used to be like manufactured in China that came like a little box, like this big, you know, like now it's went from $15 to almost $75, you know, um, yeah. everything's price gouged and it's completely ridiculous but you know that being said like i got stuff that i'm working with right now obviously that piece of shit iphone 8 uh you know just it is what it is you know it's eight literally eight dollars eight dollars for that epoch cam bullshit right if here's the thing if i use that if i use that phone regularly with my macbook on uh obs i could just i don't even need an app or anything like it just recognizes that that's the camera right never had a problem the minute i spent the eight dollars on fucking epoch cam that i need to use for zoom piece of shit lags every single time it i hate it so much i hate everything right now <laughs> hell <amped. sighs> i am but, dude, i am dude i'm a little yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but hella amped. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> oh patrick man patrick 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 man yes it's been a week. It's been a couple weeks that yeah. you know. Like, yeah. I started working again. That's a big thing. But what I was gonna ask you is that I think you were one of the first people I know that went back to work. Uh, what, what month was it?
2: Um, so I went back to work in May.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. You're yeah, you one of the um, first people I knew that actually went back to work, or you or you know, didn't apply for a job and then get hired. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I guess, like you. You've seen kind of how it went from restrictions to loosening up to back to tight restrictions and stuff like that. Um, I think in, like, New York, like, uh, they had outdoor seating and then they basically said no no restaurants in general, you know. And then now mm-hmm. they're letting outdoor seating back again. I think today uh, they're finally letting, like, beauty salons and, and barbershops. Oh, really? beauty songs and barbershops kind of like allow to have single you know um appointment times at a time um you know like i was in the barbershop today and like i was uh the only one in there with my barber and like that was it um mm-hmm. you know he's spacing out appointment times i think in like uh october like i'm trying to get my like um my tattoos finished um
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he has to have a an X amount of people per day. So that way he can completely sanitize. And also like, I'm not allowed to bring anybody with me. He's not allowed to have anybody else in the shop except for me and him. Uh, stuff like that. that and, 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 and even though, ta- you know, tattoo shops like have to sanitize anyways, because that, you know, when you got blood everywhere, not blood, yeah, blood it, it, like is, blood, one of the it more is blood. Yeah. Do you have to be, you have to, you have to be sanitary and sanitized anyways, but now it's like, obviously you have to be even more, more so. Um, hmm. And so, like, I don't know how I'm going to, you know, do a two-hour session with a mask on, you know, because already, as is, like, when you get tatted, you know, you're you're already busting a sweat, (laughs) you you know, like, you're already busting a sweat, breathing heavy, because, you know, obviously, like, there's that, you know, it's a micro level of pain, but, you know, um, that aside... You know like how's it been working from may to almost september now while experiencing like all these changes and conditions of uh... mm.
2: um so i guess to start off with i guess in the beginning of march or middle of the march um my workplace decided to close off uh, um, until further notice mm-hmm. so i was a little kind of scared in terms of what would happen right um obviously with unemployment like that was like a huge help um but yeah i was just kind of like what what do i do now Mm -hmm. um i definitely had went through like the mental stuff of like should i be productive like maybe this is like a break that i needed Mm -hmm. um and then may around maybe a week or two before may 1st happened um I, I work in like the service industry a little bit on the side mm-hmm. um he decided to open doors again um and he um obviously reduced uh, reduced hours mm-hmm. um limited kind of contact as much as possible right um we we still kind of kept the same like structure in some sense mm-hmm. um from may 1st until now um the only thing that's like loosened a little bit is maybe the outdoor seating right um but we've always had outdoor seating even prior to you know the whole pandemic going on right um so none of that really changed and also just most of our customer base is like very loyal Mm -hmm. so um like i'll I'll always see like the same regular people as well as like like surprisingly like new people as well Mm -hmm. um but yeah, in, in like my work- workplace, like not not much has changed. People just buy their stuff and leave, or like mm-hmm. hang out outside anyways. And people did that to begin with, just because the shop that I work at is like small anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, how many how many
0: employees do you guys got working right now? Like at time.
2: So it's actually only my two bosses. Yeah. Um, they're they're making everything, and then um, I'm the cashier, and that's it. Right. So it's really small. Um, Might have to turn you down a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's really small, and then it, it's only three employees. Yeah. It's always been it's always been three employees even prior to COVID. Hold on, so, yeah, not not much has really changed. Um, if, except the fact that you know people can't like sit in. That's pretty much that. That's only, That's the only like big difference. And then there's also like uh I have like this plexiglass thing in front of me. Yeah. Keep no, that none.
0: thing. Hold on, sorry, I'm fucking with these audio levels too much.
2: No, you're
0: good. Uh, Yeah, um, because here's the thing is like I'm working in an office right now and it's a full office and, and, you Mm. know, I'm not trying to like, you know, I don't want anybody that I work with to kind of like listen to this and think like, oh, whatever. But, you know, now that I realized it today, it's like I'm working in a full office with full people and, yeah, Mm -hmm. we're not allowed – like, we're not allowed indoors if we're not wearing a mask at all. Not only are we mm. not allowed indoors to the building, but we're not allowed indoors to our suite, basically. And, um, you know, I was like, okay, cool, you know. But it, it dawned on me that a lot of the people I work with don't really care for masks outside <laughs> of the workplace. And <laughs> and, it, and it hit me today where I'm like, because like, I had one worker talk about how they went to the river for the weekend, blah, blah, blah. And I was
2: just sitting there just like oh. I mean, yeah, we we've had this discussion about masks. You know what I'm saying, like like
0: yeah, yeah. in 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 um it, it it's it's just this weird thing where I I understand the discomfort of wearing a mask for an eight hour shift. Okay. I've worked mm-hmm. an entire week nine-hour days where I was wearing a mask every single minute, every single hour, right? I get it. It's uncomfortable. I hate it. My fucking, I start perspirating. I start overheating. I feel like I got to, like, fucking, you know, let my nose breathe a little bit from time, you know? Um. Sometimes, like, I'll, like, you know, go to the bathroom just to fucking pull my mask down or, like, I'll, I'll you know, take, like, a 10-minute break just to go sit outside. I get it. It's uncomfortable. But there's not a single part of me that gets upset that I have to wear a mask. Yeah. The entire and it time. It shouldn't be that way. Yeah. But you know, and it's funny cause I, and I've been talking to other people now that are finally going back to work and I'm realizing that a lot of these workplaces don't even have any sort of policy or any sort of training or modules or PowerPoint on how to navigate this virus in a workplace. Right. Like, uh, I had a friend that, you know, is like a drawer and like at an amusement park, you know, and they were just saying that like, basically they didn't even really get, they had like an online module for like, you know, COVID-19 policies in a workplace and that was it. And then for me too, like it was very brief, you know, um, especially cause like, I think the biggest thing is like, you know, we're not. It, it, it's like people can still live their lives outside of the office, right? And I I just think the overall problem with that is like you can't dictate what people do outside of the office, right? So, like I said, if you have somebody that goes out of town for the weekend, you got somebody that's, you know, taking vacations over the weekend, going somewhere, and then Monday morning they're back in the office, right? Cool, you have a mask on, but what? how is that really going to do anything for other people right and i just think that's an overall problem with sending people back to work right now is like you are running into at least sending people back to work in a full full workplace like that especially with like restaurants and stuff like that like i feel sorry for a lot i feel bad for a lot of those employees because it's like think about the people that need the money but at the same time it's like not everybody's being safe and cautious so that's one thing and then another thing is is i i completely agree that the economy still needs to go on Unfortunately, we live in this 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 free market capitalism that probably won't go away, and it's also like on the brink of collapse. But it's it, you know there's so many so many um, small businesses that need to be in business to function, right? And small businesses aren't a bad thing, you know. It's like if you have two three people working at a time, it's manageable. It can work, you know, but my biggest issue with that is, is like, I, it's like, I'm, I'm in this weird bubble where it's like, I know people need to go back to work. I know people need to make money. I know the economy needs to be fed into, I know businesses need to be opened back up, but I also am aware that, you know, people are fucking horrible and they, (laughs) and they have no sympathy for other people and they have, uh, most people don't have any sort of empathy towards other people. And so they are being reckless. Uh, And then they're bringing it back into the workplace and they're just playing this game of like, you know, chance where, you know, oh, I don't feel sick. Fucking I'm good to work, you know, and especially like if your job isn't doing temperature checks when you first come in or, you know, they're not making their employees test before they come back to work or they're not, you know, having their employees do regular checkups or anything like that. It starts to get into this weird bubble of like, okay, like what, like where do our priorities lie uh, and it, and I, and like, I'm starting to realize it now where it's like, uh, if like, let's say I get sick or, I, or if I come mm-hmm. into contact with anybody or I even start showing the symptoms, I can't come into work. Right. And I have to go get tested. Um, but if my tests come back negative, I just come back to work the next day, you know? But the problem is, is like, I also may be asymptomatic, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I'm asymptomatic and I'm bringing that into work because I know my immune system's you know, fucking baller shot collar. And I know my immune system won't fold under any means necessary. Um, (laughs) you know, but, (laughs) but I, you know, I could be asymptomatic and carrying that, you know, then it starts getting dangerous. I know I'm not asymptomatic because like I've infected nobody and I've also tested negative, but, um, you know, uh, I also have a newborn in my house. So if I was asymptomatic, like I would have found out by now, you know, Forge, unless she's unless she's got a fucking immune system that's a ball of shot collar too she might but <laughs> anyway it's you know it's it's just uh i guess it's a good overall scary thought and it's something i have been uh, i guess i um thinking about lately and, and, and especially when i am in the office like i do i do start mm-hmm. to to feel those worries and concern kind of bubble up but it, i'm also at a point where like unemployment has ended right and i need to make the i need to supplement an income somehow and it's like if i'm not working that job making that good money then i'm you know, I, I won't be able to pay bills. So, Mm -hmm. and, and I think a majority of Americans are like that right now. And, um, you know, I don't think a majority of Americans want to go out and get these little, you know, grocery store jobs or work at an Amazon factory, you know, and stuff like that, especially, and I, and I say that if they have other options, you know, but the options right now are so minimal, uh, that you have no choice but to work for these corporations. And like, Cause cause if there's no small businesses, then everything's just run by Starbucks, Amazon, Walmart, target, all these name brand chains, you know? Um, and I don't think that's good for anybody at all. Uh, oligarchies are terrible. Monopolies are terrible, you know, but right now they're the only ones that have the money to survive. And, uh, we're starting to see that now. And unfortunately those are the only places that are hiring right now. And, um, I hate to see it. And, um, but at the same time, it's like, what else is there to do? You know? Uh, Mm-hmm. especially because like the I, I guess like the idea that they're playing with right now is like moving to what like instead of six hundred dollars extra a week it's four hundred dollars extra a week and it, nobody's seeing that in their in their statements anymore so what do you, you yeah know?
2: it's 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 crazy because like like I, I i work for a small business right and you know it it's definitely like tough i mean su- surprisingly we're still managing and we're still hitting like certain numbers to where like we can still be open. We can still provide right. um, for, you know, m- my boss and his wife mm-hmm. and then myself that that works pretty much three of the five days that we're open. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, what's
0: crazy is like, I mean, uh, you know, I don't want to say what business you work for, but it's like, you know, the places down that we usually visit, you know, it's like yeah, two, yeah, yeah. two dessert places back to back. Uh, yeah. Every single time we go, it's completely fucking packed
2: you know yeah yeah. yeah. so which is which
0: is crazy because it's like you know you know that service industry like isn't uh taking any sort of hits you know
2: yeah yeah and and i mean it's good because you know people are at home as well and we do sell um certain products that people Mm -hmm. um are also like health conscious about and then also kind of like providing that while they're at home because like once like quarantine started Mm -hmm. um our online sales went up because i also managed i also managed the website and um yeah and because of that i was also surprisingly able to get like income because of that because i pretty much set it i helped Mm -hmm. set it up and yeah i mean it it sucks i mean most of the businesses that i work around is also small small business owned um and i think it's just easier to control um especially in terms of like you know keeping it safe wearing masks and like the limited amount of employees and i think it's also just like a individual like responsibility of Mm -hmm. you know um making sure you're not going into like high populated areas and then also um, that was loud yeah sorry (laughs) that was fucking loud yeah that's why i like try to raise my but um yeah you raise your voice it just makes it even louder (laughs) sorry um but um (sighs) <sighs> yeah, like, I, I think I think it's just your responsibility, you know? You have to be conscious about, you know, where you're going and what you're doing because you could bring it into work and spread it to all, like, all those people.
0: Yeah, it, it's just tough because I, I work, at like, a, just straight up, I work in an affluent area. I work in a very new business area. I work in a very, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, very new... Well, like, I, like, to put it in perspective, the cheapest gas, the cheapest gas within, I don't know what mile radius is 323 for unleaded right or like the 87 or whatever standard yeah. yeah you're the cheapest gas you can get is 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 323 mm-hmm. um that's how affluent the area is and if if we've learned anything during this pandemic it's that people in affluent areas don't give a fuck if other people die and they'll give a fuck about masks you know mm-hmm. um so it, it's like no and then especially a lot of the people that i work with i know are not coming out of town. You know, like I know a lot of people live very close by uh the place that I live mm-hmm. I, I work at. Um so I know a, a few of them at least because they've made, you know, sly comments about uh being anti, you know, masks. Uh I mm-hmm. I know that I, there's already a small handful of people that don't care about masks and wearing masks and uh I just want to let you know it's not impending on your freedom to fucking keep other people alive. Um, you're just acting like a little baby back bitch is what it is. If you, if you're anti mask, um, you know, uh, if you can fucking, you know, I don't know how long it's going to go on for, but I mean, people are gross anyways in the first place. Um, I don't mind wearing it. I think we've already talked about how we don't mind wearing masks. Like we already wore, we're wearing masks prior to, you know, so So for us, it's like, whatever, you know, like people are gross anyways. And,
2: um, Yeah
0: yeah it, yeah it's
2: it's 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 just really
0: disturbing you know it, it it's it's takes... funny because I,
2: I work in like a different area where like people are more ca- cautious about it to some mm-hmm. extent and i have never really had a problem um i'm sure I've, I've expressed that on like another episode but yeah like my only like recent like interaction with someone mm-hmm. that didn't have a mask was because they left it in their car and i right, was like all right Sorry, i can't let you in until you get in like his car wasn't even that far but it's like still um yeah so fortunately you know people who come in wear a mask if they sometimes they forget and i'm just like hey can you wear a mask or like yeah because they they have it on them but it's just like yeah they forget to put it on yeah um which is kind of understandable like it's still relatively new Mm -hmm. but yeah at at least at least they have it and they're responsible about it um but yeah i think i think you know I think just maneuvering during this pandemic is just a, a challenge alone. Um very fortunate, you know. My yeah. workplace has still, you know, been going. Um other workplaces managing somehow, especially in that industry where it was on hold for a little bit, mm. and now it's kind of like kicking back up, but with proper, you know, um safety precautions. Um but yeah.
0: What? What else you want to talk about, Patrick? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. I don't have any fucking notes, man. I don't. I don't have any uh, notes. I don't have any notes for okay. this podcast. Um, you know, it's very I guess, like I said, I guess... it's very last minute. So I just like I, you know, it's no, like the it's okay. first time I've been really stumped. I've also like my brain's not in the right mental state to. Okay, tell, tell,
2: tell me about ping pong. Your ping okay, pong.
0: Okay,
2: we're gonna jump. to into anime. So
0: ping pong the animation. I haven't watched a single episode since the last time I told you I, I watched it. Um. Oh. Uh-huh. just uh... have you seen have you seen his other works i have not uh you i i i think you've seen double man though i took the back i
2: have seen double man cry is he the one
0: that uh did uh japan sinks or whatever
2: yeah he also did japan sinks i haven't watched that either he did uh tatami galaxy okay i think he did um there's this other one called kaiba i've i've heard of kaiba yeah yeah I think if I'm thinking of the right person, but yeah, I mean, here's the yeah, thing with yeah.
0: ping pong, the animation, it, it's, it's a good anime, you know, and, and, I, and I just think right now I'm not really in a right mindset to just watch anything at all. Um, You know, I have to get really heavily invested in, in something and it's got to really catch my attention. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think the last burnout I had with anime is kind of like, um, I don't want to say put me off to it, but I, I definitely have taken like a little bit of a break uh, from watching anime and 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 binging it because i'm one of those people that like i do like the one season animes because i like binging anime and i like i mean just in general the shows like i just want to binge shows and i I think the thing with anime it's way easier to binge watch than anything else you know and especially netflix Mm -hmm. has made it easy for you to binge watch it because you can you know skip the outro and it'll skip the intro for you and it'll just take you right to the next they also give
2: all the episodes sometimes yeah and they'll just put
0: all the episodes out at once you know and um and and it's super nice and so i think right now with like ping pong the animation it's like uh because i'm i'm watching it you know not on any sort of main um platforms or networks like i'm just watching it on my own and and i just it's like i I, i've i've taken for granted how convenient netflix has made it to watch shows where you can just strip skip the outro skip the intro and just go right into the episode you know because at least that point it's like you're cutting out almost like what four or five minutes it's of
2: four
0: minutes. Yeah. right so you know but i I did watch about five six episodes of it it's pretty good i, I you know i will finish it at some point it, so far it, it's nice and, and um i like i guess like the overall story of it um you know it's one of those animes that it's like um it's more existential but like disguised as like a sports anime you know and in general mm-hmm. like i have a big di- i don't want to say disdain for sports anime but I just, I, I can't get into a lot of sports anime. The only sports anime I've ever liked was Hajime no Ippo. Um, and it's because I, you know, like I like boxing and it's done like a really good job and pretty accurate to boxing. Um, so that's why I, I I do like it. And, um, you know, I, I I still got to finish the second and third season of that. I watched the first season all the way through and the first season's like a lot of episodes. First, first season's a lot of episodes. Yeah. Um, And, uh, and then, and then the, you know, obviously the quality of the show gets better, like the animation gets better. And I've had a hard time adjusting to that because I'm just so used to this rough style of just like these old anime looking and whatever. But have you, um,
2: have you, uh, watched Baki? No. I feel like you might like Baki because I think it's like wrestling, I think.
0: Oh yeah. You know, there's another one that I've, uh, a lot of people tell me watch like Ace of the Diamond. I think that's like the, the baseball one think so that one's good uh i refuse to watch that fucking volleyball one um oh yeah haikyuu yeah yeah. refuse to watch it freeze to watch Um, it. i think it's probably like one of the lamest i mean just (laughs) it looks lame i'm gonna be honest i don't care Uh, other
2: sports anime is there i don't know i I watch free but i mainly okay free is very like Mm -hmm. fan servicey right but i mainly watch it because for some reason like when it comes to like those like like super motivational moments where it's like the team has worked hard right um for like this one goal and they are like pushing so hard like that that hits the field so much i'm
0: Um, (laughs) asleep i'm asleep so i mean back to like ping pong the animation it's just like it's good i mean it's something that like uh you do see in sports all the time right where it's like you um you know, you get people that join sports to have fun and, and, you know, get away from life. And then you have other people that are taking it seriously because they want to be very professional. You also have people that were just naturally gifted that are just there, uh, like myself, Um, you know, no, um, I, I don't think I've ever really like publicly talked about like my relationship with baseball and like, um, you know, just the overall, uh, uh so i used to i used to play baseball basically for my entire life up until i got to high school a lot of like family stuff happened so i stopped playing baseball however um i was uh i i think the reason why i like i, I like ping pong the animation too because like i was uh you know i think for uh i i was very um like a late bloomer right when it comes to like uh you know growing into your body and whatnot so I played sports my entire life and uh from like the age of like 4 I want to say I I played like um you know coach pitch uh baseball you know and then every single year after that I basically played I played baseball from uh 4 to 15 I want to say and then I I stopped after I got to high school and uh you know very athletic but I was always undersized and then You know, like I, I, uh, you know, I played, I played tackle football um, too and uh, tackle football was a fucking nightmare for me because, um, you know, my age group, my age group put me in with, you know, a bunch of 12, 13 year olds, but my body size was very small, (laughs) very small. So I would basically get my ass beaten. I also like dislocated my elbow uh as a 12 year old it's tough yeah my elbow literally like went like so like your elbow goes like this uh mine like went like that and then i fell to the ground it snapped back and snapped back into place right uh yeah yeah so and and then i played flag football for a little bit and then i and then i kind of just stopped playing after that because i just um i just didn't like i didn't really like i so like i'm five nine now i didn't touch five nine until like uh, a year ago so you know what i'm saying so i've had i've had um, a rough time to grow up but 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 baseball was always kind of like my um you know my uh my gift really my my gift was baseball uh my sister was a college softball athlete my dad played college football um so in my you know and and you know my grandpa did boxing in the army uh so so just like a, a, you know just a real family of athletes and uh you know, one of those things where it's like I knew my, my dad could have made it to the NFL if he didn't have fucking a kid at 19, you know. Um, my sister obviously, like, had a lot of uh, really, really prestigious school offers for softball, but she wanted to be, you know, close to home, so she just went the college, or the uh, Juco route and then transferred into uh, a Division two school just to be closer to home. Yeah. Um, and 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 then when i started playing baseball and i started getting really good at baseball uh it was i had i had a weird relationship with it where so i would play little league right and there was a certain point with little league where i was uh i was like this isn't baseball you you know like there's certain (laughs) rule there's certain rule restrictions in little league like When you're, I don't know if anybody's listening that you know play little league, but you know you you can't lead off on bases, so it makes it hard to steal. Uh, You can't dive in head first. Um, I don't remember what what other restrictions there are, but that's like two of the biggest ones, you know. And then, and then I ended up playing in pony league ball, which is kind of like you know real baseball, Uh, and and I was playing in a rich area. Right. So a lot of these kids came from money and a lot of these kids came from a lot of like good coaching, like batting practice on the side. And I, Mm -hmm. and the most batting practice, I mean, my dad tried his hardest to fucking turn my sister and I into professional athletes, you know, like I, a lot of, um, uh, my sister did travel ball her entire life, you know, all the way up until, uh, college, I think. Cause I think, um, high school they had a travel ball team for or they had a summer league team when they were in off season, right? Uh and then uh um so so if she had a weekend where she's not playing a tournament or she has a, a season where she's off, like basically my dad would wake me up and we would all go practice together at a park, you know, but we had just wiffle balls. We had a batting net in the backyard. Like basically we just, we did it on our own. That was, that was the mm. biggest thing is we did a lot of this stuff on our own. It was like drilled. Like I would get off of, I would get out of school. I would come home, try to do my homework. My dad would get home from work. I'd, you know, grab my batting gloves and my bat and I'd hit off a tee or we do like soft pitch where like I would just basically like hit wiffle balls into a net, you know? So just homegrown working on your own stuff. And then I, and I went to this league uh, when I was 12 to 14 and, uh, I started playing pony ball and, uh, kind of just this, this ragtag kid from, you know, a town over, uh, didn't have the money that all these kids had. And I basically smoked them all. Like my, it was, it was fucking, I was like, oh, we're allowed to play real baseball now. And like turned it up a notch, you know? And, uh, the two years I was there, it was it was sucked. It sucked because I missed out on a lot of opportunities to put me in in places in which a lot of high schools and colleges would see me because these other kids and these other parents they they paid money, uh they they fed into this system this cog of a system, uh to where they can put their kids in those spots over me right like for the biggest thing is like you know, we I think I think a few years after I stopped playing they had um uh, their version of a world series, like the Pony League world series in the city that I played in. And like, so they had like a team from like the Philippines come over and play. It was, you know, the big deal, you know? So like, and those are things that college scouts go to and stuff like that. And, uh, and, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, uh, in the thing that you'll, you know, relates back to the anime, you know, it's like, it's like, even though, I'm more gifted than everybody else. There's people that can afford to be put in those places, right? I never made an all-star team because the coach and his kid and that kid's best friend whose parent was the team mom or whatever who was donating the most checks, whoever was a small business owner that was, you know, sponsoring the team, those were the kids that got in, you know? And so I was stripped away from a lot of those opportunities, and so when you're stripped away from these lot of a lot of opportunities too, you're not really as a kid and you're playing sports, you need your ego petted every once in a while, you know, like you need to be told that like, Hey, you're good. You can make it blah, blah, blah. And when you're not put in those positions, it's really easy to kind of just be like, okay, why am I even playing anymore? I'm not having fun anymore. Like I had this one kid that played for a, uh, like an independent team, like a, like a travel ball team that would show up on game days, two, three innings into the game be late just show up late just not show up right F- until the third inning come in hit a fucking bomb just a home run and everybody forgot that he just showed up late right no punishment nothing just the kid was like the kid was like 13 years old and like five eight you know so like it, it, he was like five eight five ten as a 13 year old so it's like of course they're like oh this kid's just gonna hit a bomb for us every single time fuck it show up late you know and there was no penalty and then it's like here i am that's getting like pushed down the batting lineup like i never played outfield until my last year that i played because i was an infielder i was a fantastic uh second base uh and shortstop i'd switch off. Um like, the, the season prior to my last season, I we played in a champ, championship game, and I had 14 defensive putouts at second base, you know? So, you know, very quick and, and all that stuff. And then it's like I go to the next year, my last year of baseball, and basically the entire team is uh, the coach, the sons, and then all the Suns' friends. So, like, I just – and I would outshine them and play. Like, I would play better than all of them, and it just did not fucking matter because, you know, like – uh these other kids just were basically like their parents were paying them to be put in all-star games, paying them cause they were, you know, part of like the small businesses that were, um, you know, uh, sponsoring the team and whatnot. And then the last season that I was there, I didn't get picked for the all-star team. And I still hold a grudge over that dude. Like I just, <laughs> and so there, there's always that. And then, you know, I got to high school and I had like a lot of, you know, family issues going on at the time that, uh, also coincided with the current base, with the, with the baseball team at the high school. And I just, I just couldn't be put in that situation. I, I don't think like I was, I was, I don't think I was emotionally or mentally ready as a, as a, um, 14, 15 year old to be kind of put in that situation. It was very stressful. So I just, I, I stopped playing all together and it sucks because it's like when I was 18, I tried getting back in at my school's club team and, um, I was overweight but it was one of those things where it's like i was overweight and i was still drilling like 90 mile an hour fastballs and i hadn't swung a bat in five four or five years right like i hadn't literally picked up a batch that saw live pitching and the the first time i did live pitching again with batting practice and i had another friend that was on the club team that was pitching and i think like his fastest he threw a fastball at like around like 89 90 and i was dinging it off of him. And then, you know, when I go to batting cages and like other pitchers that were pitching 90, 91, I was dinging it off them. Because like like I said, like when you've – when it's your muscle memory and then also like if you just have that eye and you have the IQ, like you're going to be better than most people. But I think at that point when I got to college, um, I was already doing other things. Like I was already working. I was already paying bills. I had other responsibilities. And when you play on a club team like that, especially for a school – um, you basically have to transport yourself everywhere. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I, I had, like, he was telling me like, they had like a tournament, like, um, uh, way up North, way up North. And they all had to drive themselves. They all had to carpool and drive themselves and pay, you know, and, I, mm. and that's something I just couldn't afford. And so I, I just, I, I, like I said, like I had bills to pay for and, um, also to get moved up on a club team, like to get picked, to go up to like the, to the actual like D1 team it just wasn't going to happen um mm-hmm. and so like a lot of me like and this is, like another reason why i don't like watching sports anime cuz like there's a there's a big part of me that's very um i guess like uh sour that i didn't stick with baseball uh it's like something that like i it literally like haunts me like day like not daily but you know like when it does come up it does it does haunt me a lot uh Especially, like, knowing that if I would, didn't take a long break to try to do it and, like, I still stayed in shape and I was still, like, being put in games, like, I could 100% be playing professionally. Maybe, like, on a minor league team, maybe, like, a single A or 2A team. But overall, like, yeah, there, there, there's no doubt in my mind that I could have been playing baseball professionally. Um, mm-hmm. It's just the, I, I, the, the talent, the gifts were there. I had I had all the tools to play. I think the biggest thing is I had like a, I had a good IQ for the game, you know, like, uh, I was, uh, like a good, like little bench coach really for a lot of like other players. Um, and obviously like when you're young and you're kind of just like instilling that muscle memory in your head every single weekend, every single day, uh, you know, like it's like you, you start combining that, that hard work and and natural talent together and you kind of make this product, you know, and, uh, that anime is, is nice because it does like ping pong the animation. It's nice because it does kind of go into depth on that. Right. Where it's like, you have kids that are gifted. Right. Um, but they aren't putting in the hard work to elevate their game. And then also you have people that are working their entire lives to be good at something just for somebody who doesn't really practice that much to be even that much better than them. Right. And then you have people that are, you know, almost at the top of the game, And then it's like, there's somebody better. Right. And like, that's just kind of how sports are in general, where it's like, you can be, you may think you're the best in the world, but there's always somebody better, you know? And, uh, even just athletics in general is always kind of like a weird thing because, uh, I, you know, like, there's always, like, an argument where it's, like, could players in any sport from the 70s or 80s, like, play in today's sports and leagues, and it's, like, you know, you don't really know, like, you don't know if, like, the talent was there, but the physique wasn't, you know, like, obviously, it's, like, people now, they're on so much supplements and fucking juice and, and training programs and stuff like that that just didn't exist in the 70s and 80s, Yeah, and man. it's, like, how, how, how would they, how would those athletes, how would those athletes you know hold up if they were given the same you know like a uh, regimen and whatnot um that was a long rant but um <laughs> it you know it, it, it's funny like I, like that's what i'm saying like i i have this like love hate relationship with sports and like baseball specifically because I mean, you know it's funny like I I've, I've even had to like have a long discussion with it in therapy just to be okay with the idea that like I I stop pursuing baseball for factors out of my control. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you you, you put any child in a very stressful situation, it's not going to be good at all, you know? Yeah, yeah. And especially when it's like in, you know, genetically like in my in my lineage, it's like there's people that play collegiate like they play high level athletics you know it's like even right now it's like I picked up basketball when I barely graduated and like I got you know I like was like playing in leagues and doing very well in leagues like, like it's just one of those things where it's like some people are just naturally gifted with athletics you know and and they can just pick up anything and be decent at it like right away and um it, 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 yeah it's it, it's it's a weird thing athletics is a weird thing it really is it's being athletic is a weird thing too and i think you and i kind of like experienced that in drumline where uh what (laughs) where it's like you watched like kids that had like no athletic bone in their body just completely struggle with basic shit you know what i'm saying like basic body movement just completely struggled you know and um in, in, in 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 i would say like for the most part like most kids that were just naturally athletic like didn't have any problems with marching at all you know
2: it's it's weird because like i don't have like a back background of mm-hmm. athleticism like i don't think yeah none of my family like pursued uh, any type of sports right
0: but you're um, like filipino and... you're like a jack of all trades you know like <laughs> yeah <I did> <laughs> you know what uh... i'm saying like you're a jack of all trades you know you, you, you guys are the most expendable like human beings on the planet <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> to be honest but but, it, but it's
2: interesting because you guys are like,
0: like chameleons like of like all races because you guys have been colonized just a, just so much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you guys have been like colonized <laughs> so much you guys can just adapt in any situation i it's I so love bad. Filipinos I think they're like some of my favorite people on the planet.
2: Well I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're my best friend <laughs> <laughs> um, no it's, it's interesting that you talk about how um like there's, there's some level of like people who, who are like talented, but like some, like there's, there's like a, there's like a wall that yeah they end up like, they can't get past because mm-hmm. you know, the limitations of, you know, their surroundings or just like, it's not even them. And I think that mm-hmm. also applies, you know, with like, even just like going back to it again, right. uh, content creation, like right. there are some people who like, who are really talented, but sometimes like it's hard because. They, they can't they don't know or like they can't maneuver in the platform very well um and also because like sometimes like they want to stay true you know to themselves without like selling out mm-hmm. and like you know because of that like they're not able to get the exposure that you know they would like to get right um but yeah i think i think i think in general just in, in everything like there's always that there's always that wall there's always that talent there's mm-hmm. always that you know like some like right now I'm learning like Japanese and oh yeah, there's, yeah. There, there's like there's like a wall that people hit um because you know some people like understand it and oh there, like, there's a get past there, those there's hurdles. a
0: ceiling no matter where you go you know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah yeah, like, there, yeah there, i think there, that's what there's yeah, always going to be a ceiling no matter what you do and where you go it's mm-hmm. it's annoying But it it just exists you know i think there's there's limitations for everybody right there's there's a personal limitation on everybody's abilities and especially like um you know just with just life in general right like you think about work there's always a ceiling with work it's like how far can Mm -hmm. you go you know content creation it's like how far can you get boosted right stuff like that um Mm -hmm. athletics it's like where's your where's your ceiling on uh how far you go and in your sport or whatever you know um Mm -hmm. there's there's a there's a ceiling everywhere you go in life you know and it's kind of just like how badly do you want it right Mm -hmm. because here's the thing if you want it badly and you have the tools to break through the ceiling you'll break through the ceiling you know but unfortunately, not everybody's given the tools to break through the ceiling. Not everybody's given the opportunity to break through the ceiling. There does come a place, there does come a place in time where it's like you may have everything you need, right? Like, let's say, like, like I said, like, I may have everything I, I, I like. Let's say I play baseball my entire life, right? Let's say I, I, I played all the way up until the blah, 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 right? I get to college and I'm playing in college and like I'm doing well in college. But if I'm not getting drafted because a team just doesn't want a fucking five foot nine whatever, you know, like if a team just keeps passing up on me and I don't get that opportunity, what can I really do? You know, yeah, sure I can go try out for minor league teams, or sure I can go try out internationally. But if like my my goal, right, my ceiling is to get to the MLB, right, that the best in the world, right, the 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 dance, the big the the show. They call it the show. You know, like if I want to get to the show and. I'm not given my opportunity because I'm not being drafted because teams don't want me. blah, blah. blah. Then it's like, I got to start looking at different routes, you know, like, then I got to start looking at like, Oh, let me go see if I can play in like Korea. Let me go see if I can play in like Japan, whatever. Like, and then, then there's another ceiling of like, they can only have an X amount of foreign players on the team. Right. So now I'm competing with a bunch of other people that didn't get drafted. I'm competing against people that were close to getting called up. Right. Cause you have to go through, uh, sometimes, uh, advanced, you know, sometimes you got to play, uh, whatever bullshit league, single A, double A, triple A. Sometimes, you know, there's, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of these farm and minor league teams that you got to get through just to get called up. Right. And then there's some people that get to like triple A and they'll never get called up. So they go play in South Korea. Right, and then I got to compete with somebody that's already played in like three leagues ahead of me. Right, so there's there's always ceilings, no matter where you go. And yeah. if you're not given the opportunity to break through the ceiling, it's hard to create your own opportunity. Like that's just it is what it yeah. is. Life yeah. is just yeah. shitty like that, you know. And um, and it's like th- then at that point, it's like you got to start looking at different routes, right? Mm-hmm. Of not just what you want to do, but other things in life, you know? And, um, yeah, it's, it's tough, man. Life's tough to, like that, you know,
2: really be like that, dude. It really, it really does. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But... I, I don't know. Like I just, um, like right now it's like my, you know, my current ceiling is obviously like trying to break through on, you know, I guess like YouTube, right? Breakthrough on YouTube mm. with, with a podcast, right? Like there's a bunch mm-hmm. of other people making podcasts. So how am I making this one stand out? You know, like, I don't know, I, but at least, at least I know I'm doing it. You know, there's a lot, I've, there's a, there's a few like, podcasts that I used to listen to frequently before the quarantine and the quarantine happened and they couldn't get into a studio. So they just stopped doing the podcast altogether, you know? So it's yeah. like, at least I'm, I'm doing it and I'm, I'm, the best I can do is just keep putting it out and, and see what happens, you know. But uh, other than that, it's like I gotta, you know, also work on other things in the meantime. Cause if there's that ceiling that I'm not gonna be able to have an opportunity to break through in a while, I could still work on, like, I don't know, making videos or planning out videos or um, trying to boost my Instagram, like what I'm doing right now, seeing if that kind of translate over stuff like that. You know, like you just gotta at least try. That's the biggest I thing. I think just, like just a lot just of a like
2: a lot of like pre- perseverance.
0: Yeah, definitely patience um, too. Patience.
2: Patience too. I think like, yeah, with most things, it just it just doesn't come come to you like instantly.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, especially with YouTube, it's like think about how many people that are on the platform that have been on there since like 2007, 2008, and like are yeah, just, like I've, barely, I've, I've, just barely, just barely breaking out now.
2: Yeah, I've helped with channels that like have been at it for like 10, 15 years, yeah. and like you know they're still you know pulling through
0: right no 100 it's um so, and the thing is like you, you think about it and it's like you're like fuck this is kind of sad you know it's like and especially but at the same time it's like sometimes people need that time to polish their their content you know mm-hmm.
2: um i mean it just it just gets better and better i feel like the more you put out the more you'll learn mm-hmm. um, and i think that's but but also don't put out and like not care about the quality
0: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like, like yeah, that's like, why I fucking threw my phone because yeah. like my like, you know, it's like I, I I had a fucking decent camera and it wants to fucking lag on me. So now I gotta yeah. use a fucking face face fucking FaceTime HD bullshit. That's what I'm
2: using. Um but um yeah, I think yeah, this is motivational week this week. Yeah, I this guess so. I guess tomorrow. so, man.
0: Maybe that's just maybe that's just our our new fucking thing. Just okay. this
2: week. Just this week. Tomorrow just will this week. Be- back to being degenerates but
0: yeah monday i'm gonna just find a fucking way to just be an asshole again and just
2: yeah i don't I know think, man am know, i just off know, my, I, am i
0: just off my game right now like what is like what is,
2: what is think, this, think i think like you know we're all going through right. some tor- sort of ceiling um like david's going through his, his youtube podcast situation i'm going through my short films and japanese mm. situation um
0: My biggest thing is like it's like i need anybody who's listening you know it's like if you have a hobby or whatever it's like please take it as seriously as you can you know like if it's something you want to take seriously take it as seriously as you can you know like i have a lot of people that are getting into painting and drawing and stuff like that uh recently too because of like quarantine they're finally getting a chance to you know like um commission off pieces and stuff like that and and the first thing i always tell them is like take it as seriously as you want to be taken right like if you if you if you're gonna do the like commission pieces and stuff like that, and people are coming to you as like, oh, I'm your friend, can I get a discount, right? Like, fuck no, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, no, fuck no, no. no, you're not. Like, um... I I also definitely learned that
2: the hard oh way Oh my god, too. A. Because like, sorry, somebody's being, facetiming me. Um, no, you're good. Uh, me being kind of you know immature, I asked for like uh, a discount for like from yeah. like a friend, and I understand that you know, um, it was my bad. You know, I I admit that I wasn't, you know, being completely, I guess, supportive Mm -hmm. and, you know. And um, no you know.
0: like what, what i was gonna say like right now is like my friend jasmine the one that I had on like two three weeks ago like she mm-hmm. just put out stickers right now and i like texted her and i was like oh do you still have this one still left in stock and she was like yeah of course and i and i was like all right cool like you you know like uh how much is it blah blah, blah. she's like do you want the friend discount i was like absolutely fucking not charge me full price for it you know what i'm saying like i don't mm-hmm. want i you, like i want i my my thing was like um my thing has always been whatever my friends are doing I want to take it as seriously as they want it to be taken. Right. Like if hmm. they're my friends making content. I want, I want to pay full price for their content. I don't want no fucking free trial. Like I don't want no discount, like charge me like as I, you know, sh- I should be charged, you know? And the same way that like with my podcast, it's like, I can only hope people do the same for me. You know, like when I had, you know, when I hit affiliate on Twitch, you know, my friends were subbing to me. It's like, Thank you, you know, for taking my content seriously, right? And mm-hmm. that that I mean, that's always been my biggest thing is just like um I you know, I get it. There's so many jokes about podcasting and making podcasts, right? Where it's like 25-year-old white dude hits quarter-life crisis in LA makes podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like I get the joke, you know, but at the same time it's like uh you know, I get it. I'm in the market. I'm 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 an easy target. Um, but at the same time I'm, I'm making this stuff because I do want to ta- be taken seriously. You know, I'm, I'm making yeah. this stuff because I like doing podcasting. Right. And I like doing, I like doing this at the best level that I can produce. Obviously right now it's tough because of, you know, current situation. However, I'm still making the content anyways. So mm-hmm. that's the most important thing to me at the moment. You know, like I, I'm at work all day and I, and I think about going home and, you know, doing what I can to kind of boost my platform and I think about pro- like like I think about promoing all day you know like I finally came home the other day and I was able to kind of like map out my ideas again and and my schedule for these ideas and all that stuff and um you know now it's like I guess like I'm at a point where I kind of just gotta just start filming no matter what but you know it is it, it, it is what it is but uh yeah
2: just <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think like, yeah, back, back to like the whole like friends thing. Like, I have a lot of friends that are like making things like you. Mm -hmm. Um, I work close with like a friend that makes like bags, and he's gonna be soon making clothing. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a lot of like creative fields, like stickers and so on and so forth. And like, as much in my head, being the Asian that I am, Mm -hmm. um, as much as I like discounts. um, Yeah,
0: 100%. Dog,
2: like, sometimes like, you just have to support your friends, you know? I
0: tell I force myself to pay full price for everything. <laughs> I like I will I I will not accept a discount for yeah, my yeah. friends. You well yeah, it's so, also it's also just as, com- as, it
2: comes down to like how much they actually want to charge you.
0: Yeah. And, and because, you know, like
2: you, you could push for you could push for, you know, making them pay for full price, but uh making you pay for full price, but in the end, like you have this relationship and you know they know that you're gonna support them no matter what
0: exactly that so, that's that's my yeah. biggest thing is like i, I just want to support what my friends are doing to the best that i can and yeah. uh i don't want them to think that i don't take what they're doing seriously by undermining you know their prices you know mm-hmm. and shit like mm-hmm. that so that that's that's a big thing too e- e- even with whatever they're doing you know but um yeah it, it just it's yeah It it's I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it. But at the same time, it's like we're, we're at, um, you know, now that I have, you know, a good handful of friends that are, you know, one's like, you know, doing I have a couple that are doing like commissions. Now it's like, I have you that's into filmmaking. It's like, I have Jasmine that's, you know, you know, pretty big on Instagram and stuff like that. And, and, and it's different outlets to content, 100% different outlets to, to material and products uh, but at the end of the day it's like i i i treat them all the same and that you know um as somebody who's trying to be taken seriously as a content creator as well it's like it, the first step to doing that is taking your foundation seriously you know mm-hmm. and those people are my foundation because they're the ones that are supporting me doing all this so yeah anyways patrick it's almost 11:40 and i have to upload this in 20 minutes so <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm making my return to twitch on friday night everybody know that friday night
2: block? friday
0: night 9 p.m tomorrow uh,
2: if yeah. when you're listening to this
0: yeah tomorrow when you're re- listening to this friday august 28th at 9 p.m pacific standard time i'm making my return to twitch at twitch.tv slash davidman 8 you already know that at the very beginning of the video and it also is in the bottom left
2: corner what are you gonna what are you gonna be doing fall guys fall guys. fall guys yeah nice yeah so patrick Thanks for having me again. Thank you for being here. Always on. a pleasure. <laughs> bottom bottom
0: left-hand corner, or bottom right-hand corner for you, for the viewer, bottom left-hand corner, listeners, at PTRCK, P underscore, and at Project Clover underscore on Instagram, Project Clover on YouTube. Yes. Anything else you want to plug?
2: Nope.
0: Fantastic. Patrick, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Appreciate you. Yeah, uh, dude next week i will have a guest on thursday know. maybe hopefully fingers crossed but after that patrick just might be full-time co-host on this So <laughs> i and so if you see the artwork if you see the artwork change in a couple of weeks just know that it is what it is so patrick right. later man see ya